0: this is the mudroom uncommon sense parenting classes with your parenting coach alana robinson weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers preschoolers and kindergartners more effectively with less effort the mudroom is recorded live on facebook every wednesday at 1 p.m eastern 10 a.m pacific now here's alana hello everybody welcome to the mudroom our weekly uncommon sense parenting class how is everyone doing We have one more week until Halloween. I absolutely cannot wait. My kids are putting the finishing touches on their costumes. They've both decided to wear costumes that we already had, which is a nice change of pace. My youngest is going to be Squirtle because he is heavy into Pokemon. And then my oldest has decided that he's going to use his Robin costume that he wore last year as in Batman and Robin. Um, which I'm happy about because we put a lot of money and effort into making him that very specific costume So I'm glad to see it get another year of use Fall has officially set in and those of you who have kids in school are likely preparing for your first progress report and teacher conferences So today I wanted to talk about recognizing progress This can be really difficult for parents In my experience, parents have a very black and white view of their children's behavior. They either met the expectations or they didn't. And what I've noticed is that this tendency to see behavior as either good or bad with very little to no gray area in between causes a lot of parents to abandon strategies that are actually working really well for them and their children, simply because they aren't recognizing the progress within that gray area. Before we get into it, however, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Alana Robinson, and I'm a parenting coach for parents of toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners. I help you understand why your children are misbehaving and how to fix it without stickers, counting to three or losing your shit. I'm your host here on The Mudroom. I'm also the host of the Parenting Posse Facebook group and I'm the creator of the Parentability Program where I help you raise well-behaved kids who listen. If you're new here, welcome. Please make sure to like and subscribe so that you never miss another class. We drop a new episode every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern on Facebook and then shortly after it makes its way to YouTube and the podcast. All right. So let's start with why recognizing your child's progress can be somewhat difficult. I often liken it to how you don't really notice the changes in your child's physical growth day to day. We're with them so frequently that it's not until we measure them or we weigh them or compare a photo of them now to a photo of six months ago that we notice, oh my, you've slimmed out, you've grown an inch your hair's gotten darker or lighter, etc. This is why so many parents post first and last day of school photos, right? Because it's not till you put those two photos side by side that you actually notice the differences. And the same is true of behavior gains. We're with them day in and day out. And if your child is hitting and you've been working on getting rid of hitting for a long time, it's very easy to not see that a month ago they were hitting four to five times a day, and now they're down to once a day. Because you're still dealing with the problem. (laughs) But if we look at it objectively, that's massive progress. That's a quarter of the frequency of before. In any other context, that would be celebrated. If you got your budget down to a quarter of your previous spending, you'd be rejoicing. If you reduced the amount of time you had to work to a quarter of what you currently work, you'd be overjoyed. But when it comes to our children's behavior, we've got this really rigid idea that if we haven't completely eliminated the behavior, it's not working. At which point, you usually pivot into another strategy, which often eliminates your progress and royally confuses your child, making it even harder to get back to where you were. Recently, the occupational therapist, I love that name, on Facebook made a really neat post about how new quote-unquote bad behaviors are often actually developmentally based, and it got me thinking about this again. She pointed out that, for instance, blood-curdling screaming when something happens that they don't like is actually a child realizing that vocalizations can be just as good a defense mechanism as actions are like hitting or pushing. And this exact scenario comes up frequently in parentability. Clients will often post that, okay, they aren't being aggressive anymore, but now they're yelling or whining or crying instead. And I have to point out that one, we need to stop and celebrate that they aren't physically attacking anyone anymore. You know, that Kevin Hart sound that pops up on Instagram and TikTok frequently, the one where he's going, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're not going to speed past that like you didn't just say what you just said. That's what runs through my brain every single time a parent completely throws their achievement under the bus like that. Hold up. First, let's give some attention to not hitting anymore because that's a huge accomplishment. And for some reason, this seems to happen the most with the families whose kids were like hitting 20 to 30 times a day. And they're like, yeah, that's great. But there's this new thing. No, 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 no. Celebrate that win because it is not easy to eliminate physical aggression. It serves a very specific and important purpose and to reduce or eliminate it is a big fucking deal. But then two, Yelling, whining, crying, those are all much lower level stress behaviors. Those are behaviors that aren't actually impacting anyone other than the child. And to go from behavior that puts others at risk to behavior that is really just escalating emoting is no small feat and it's much more manageable just the other week i had a client ask a question about her son clenching his fists and jaw and kind of hyperventilating through his teeth whenever he got upset and she was like it's extremely threatening and scary for me let alone his siblings or his peers at school and i just feel like nothing we've tried has worked and i'm about ready to give up now before answering her i remembered that we had talked earlier (laughs) And so I went and took a wee scroll back in her post history and realized that a few months before, we'd been discussing him physically tackling his sibling to the ground, sitting on their torso and punching them in the head. So before I answered her, I was like, is that still happening or has that resolved? And mom was like, oh yeah, he hasn't done that in a few months now. And to be fair, when he stopped and switched from that to his teeth breathing, fist clenching thing, He does this like maybe a few times a week, whereas tackling was happening multiple times a day. So I guess he is getting better at managing his behavior? You think? (laughs) Absolutely. Are you at the end game yet? No. But to go from tackling siblings to the floor to taking deep breaths and clenching his fists in the space of a couple of months is nothing to sniff at. So yes, we still have some work to do, but first, let's celebrate the progress you've already made it's not that nothing is working it's just working slowly and that should be expected i know that parents want quick fixes because these issues are causing you emotional and often physical pain and you want to end that as quickly as possible but modifying behavior is literally rewiring a brain Behaviors are expressions of inner experiences. It's how we communicate what we're feeling and experiencing to those around us. So to change a behavior, you have to change the experience a child is having, which in turn changes how their brain processes that information. Think of how long it took for your child to learn to eat solid food or walk or speak All of that was brain architecture that had to develop and solidify. And the same is true of other behaviors. Children develop these maladaptive behaviors because they solve an internal problem in the most straightforward way that they can figure out at that time. So it's only natural that when we try to modify those behaviors, it's going to take a while to take hold and actually see that progress. They have to relearn a new way to solve that problem, and for it to become their default habit versus the old reliable maladaptive behavior, it's going to take time, generally much more time than you expect it to. So what do I suggest you do if you're working on a specific behavior and the progress is really slow and you're struggling to see that progress? I like to tick track. You can use your family calendar, your planner, a frequency counter on your phone, whatever feels most natural to you. And every time the behavior happens, just put a tick. When I'm working with children, I'll often create a legend. So, you know, like blue is hitting, red is bolting, green is biting. So every time it happens, I can just put a tick in my planner or on my family calendar in that color. And at the end of every month, it's very easy to sit down and count them up or visually see the progress throughout the month. Look, the week of the first he was hitting up to 12 times a day. By the third week of the month that was down to two a day and as we enter the new month he's having multiple days a week where he's only hit once. We're moving in the right direction or if there hasn't been any change over a period of a month okay we need to revisit this strategy and see what needs to be tweaked to start moving us towards our goal. Either way, having that frequency data is incredibly helpful and it's so easy to do. And if you're in that space where you've been addressing a behavior the same way for a while and you're not seeing a reduction and you don't know what to try next, that's when it's time to seek out some outside support that can look at it objectively and give you suggestions for what to try next. That's a big part of what we do in Parentability. Everyone in Parentability is working on the exact same things in completely different ways because every child and family is different. And by using this frequency data that I ask my clients to keep, we're able to see if we're making progress or not and therefore whether it's just slow going or we need to tweak or troubleshoot something. Of course, if you're not ready to jump into parentability with two feet, come and join us in the Parenting Posse. We have a great group of mods and a community of over 10,000 parents ready to talk it through with you. The link for that is in the description. Have a great week, everyone, and I will see you next time for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Bye! You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us live every Wednesday afternoon at 1pm Eastern, 10am Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us in the Parenting Posse Facebook group. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.